asked about friends and how I met your mother. Uh, I didn't ask Natalie if, I, if she was ready before I went. Yeah. <laughs> so are you ready? No. Nope. Oh, oh, no. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm David. I'm Natalie. And how are you today, Natalie? I'm I think sick. I know. Yeah, yeah you're, but you're on the definitely on the mend. Yeah, I don't have COVID. I took multiple tests. It feels like COVID. Um, but yeah, my voice is, I'm kind of like a sultry Phoebe lounge singer. Yeah, yeah, like when she was sick and yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm very sorry to hear that you're sick. I mean, not, I'm not hearing it for the first time, but yeah, uh, yeah it was. Um, let me tell you why your being sick was difficult for me. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, please, because I went out of town. Yeah, you left me in my time of need, <laughs> and then, like I would call you because I call you at least once a day when I'm out of town because that's the kind of like codependent couple we are right i think that's normal i don't think but i feel like pre-pandemic if i were out of town for five days i would call you like every other day so we didn't talk every single day we yeah we did we talked on the phone at least once a day there was one that we just texted no, no there wasn't we talked on the phone every day i guess unless you're counting the last day when you picked me up at the airport i we didn't talk on the phone until then but right. we saw each other okay um and you, yeah, you were feeling very sick, and it was like in your voice. I felt so bad. I felt like I should not have gone out of town. I was because you went to Sundance. Film yeah, Festival. for the first time since. Speaking of something that hasn't happened since before the pandemic. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, I was at Sundance. You can uh, listen to an upcoming BP Battleship Retention podcast episode of me uh, talking about what I saw at Sundance. Um, also. Speaking of Battleship Retention, my co-host is still uh, really going through it. So you can go to caringbridge.org. I uh, Sorry, let me start, start over there. Caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. Caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. Somewhere in there you can find a link to the GoFundMe, which you can also find pinned to the top of the homepage at battleshipretention.com. But uh, it would help to, to help Tyler out, Tyler and his wonderful family out with their mounting medical bills because uh, of this terrible thing that he's been going through for five months now yeah since august yeah yeah <clears throat> uh anyway so that's what's going on with me that's what's going on with uh natalie what's going on with this show is that we watch an episode of friends and an episode of how i met your mother every week um in concurrence you know uh keeping pace and we compare and contrast and talk about all kinds of of stuff um I'm really excited to get into this episode of Friends because a major thing happened in this episode. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But uh, so that's what we're going to do first. Episode, we're on series. Sorry, series. What a, where am, I, am I from the UK? Yeah. Uh, we're on season four. You know what? It's because I've been watch, watching Taskmaster on YouTube. Oh, and I'm thinking in terms of like right. series instead of season. Yeah. Yeah. Season four, episode 13. <laughs> season four, episode 13 of Friends is called The One with Rachel's Crush. And season four, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother is called Three Days of Snow. But we're going to put a pin in Three Days of Snow. I had more than Three Days of Snow in Park City. It was crazy. Yeah. It was... I mean, it never, like, snowstormed, but it was, like, flurrying pretty much the entire time I was there, and there was, like, feet of snow on the ground at all times, um, which can be annoying because I'm a fast walker, but if you're, like, on a sidewalk and there's just, like, feet of snow on the other side and the person in front of you is going slow, it's like being stuck in traffic. You, yeah. you can't go around them. Yeah. And I'm a fast walker, so it was, like, getting on my nerves sometimes. Yeah, you're always tailgating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, because people should walk faster. It's about the destination, not the journey. That's what I always say. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're putting a pin in three days of snow. We're going to start 
Once again, it was season four, episode 13 of Friends, the one with Rachel's crush. So, um, uh, let's see. Chandler is, um, oh yeah. So it starts with, uh, Chandler and Ross at a play. Yeah. And it turns out it's Kathy. It's the debut night of Kathy's, uh, play. Chandler's excited that he's like sleeping with the so star of, a of, a off Broadway show or whatever it is. Uh, then it turns out, I don't know how Chandler didn't know this. Is he not interested yeah. in her life does or what she, she does? Talk about it. Yeah. So apparently the play is very sexual and her, like in the opening five seconds, her like shirt gets ripped off and a button like flies into the it's audience. An immediate sex scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, uh, Chandler's like weirded out about that. And then we go to the title, the main titles. And then, uh, when we come back, we're in, I guess the gal's apartment, which used to be the boy's apartment. Yep. In, from in, the switcheroo that they did on the last episode from the bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Phoebe is, is asking Monica if she has any of her old high school clothes because she wants to use them as maternity clothes. Yeah. Yeah, mean. Right, right. Um, is that water? This is water. Is that your new water thing? Yeah, it says, it says Sundance Film Festival 2023 on yeah, it. Yeah, but isn't that a coffee it goes. It can be cold. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't say <laughs> cold or hot, cot or hold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's water. It'll keep water cool, but it'll also keep coffee hot. Okay. It's from Stanley. I feel like you made a big decision and didn't consult me first. <laughs> but I can still use this as a coffee, coffee mug. Yeah. Because also, unlike my Nalgene. Which I generally use. Yeah, that's why I was caught off guard. But this new one from Stanley, that's completely dishwasher safe. Which means I will probably wash it more often than I washed my Nalgene. Which is, I tried to, but I would always forget. You gotta scrub it. And go way too long without washing my Nalgene. We have but bottle cleaners too. I know, and I use them and they're great. <clears throat> uh, but now, every time we run the dishwasher, I can just toss the uh, the old Sundance uh, thing in there and use it for water or coffee or whatever. Because it'll always be clean and fresh. All right. I didn't know I had to consult you on this decision. Yeah, it just caught me off guard is all. <laughs> Have we ever talked about the fact that that was like your initial reaction when I proposed to you was like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He hasn't thought this through. <laughs> like, I, I, I just like, I like to be consulted. I like yeah. Like, I don't like when things are done without my knowledge. So I yeah. felt like... You're pulling a fast one on me yeah. by not including me in this. And also, it had just rained. I was kneeling in a rain puddle. Yeah. You couldn't speak, and somehow you decided you needed to not have your glasses on. Yeah. So the first thing that you did, you were like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You like, reached into your purse and got your glasses case and were taking off your glasses and been just like flustered. And I was like kneeling in a rain puddle, and our dog Jack was howling. And I was like, I need an answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just definitely caught off guard. Well, I like surprising you. Anyway, but you like to be consulted, as you know, as we know now, as I now know. Um, Now all the listeners know, friends, mothers know. Yeah. Uh, So Rachel gets home, I guess. It's still weird to think that that's their apartment. Yeah. She comes home and it turns out she's been demoted at work because her department has been shuttered. So now she's a personal shopper at, I've already forgotten. What, Saks? Saks. Okay. Okay. uh, Joey stops by to look for some food and Monica says like, Hey, you have the big apartment now. You don't come here. Like people come to you or whatever. But we, uh, she, she soon, soon regrets yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, cause the, the, the fellows take it, take it seriously. Um, 
Chandler uh, Chandler comes over and he's very upset about what he's seen at the play, and he like uh, there's a funny moment where he like forgets that that's not his apartment. <laughs> like we're yeah. still in their old apartment, yeah. and he's like stressing out. And yeah. He's like I don't live here, <laughs> and like goes back across the hall. Um, everyone is trying to comfort Chandler. Oh, this is that that's the end of that scene. That we get to the perk, and everyone's trying to comfort Chandler at the perk. Um, Joey uh, basically reveals that um, he never has any chemistry, he, or his his theory is that if uh, a man and woman who are playing a couple on a play in a play are having sex, they will lose the chemistry on stage. Yes. And he says that's why he's never had any chemistry with any of his co-stars because he slept sleeps, with all of yeah. them. <laughs> um, uh, so that's that's the the sort of theory that he leaves Chandler with is like you shouldn't be worried. This the scene was really hot, which means they're not sleeping together. Yeah. Right. Um. So then next morning, we're in the boys' new apartment, mm-hmm. and they're taking this thing seriously, this hosting thing. Yeah. Like, and Joey's making Joey's making pancakes. Yeah. Um, and then full breakfast spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chandler has a whole like speech of like running down all the things that they they have and he says jams jellies and marmalades and then he says which are i think are all the same thing but they're not right yeah we know yeah but what is it um well one has chunks i think a jam has marmalade is only orange is that true i think okay it's like orange marmalade I could be wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right about the difference between a jelly and a jam. Is a jelly is, is like completely gelatinous without yeah. chunks and a, a jam has a chunks. A jam has chunks. Because I can picture like spreading strawberry jam yeah, and like you get little preserves. chunks of like a preserves I think is Is that a, is a jam. Is a jam. So listeners call to action. Uh what jam, the hell is a marmalade? Jelly marmalade <laughs> preserves, you tell us. Yeah, what are they? Um so uh, yeah, they've they're they got the whole breakfast, and Monica's already sad because she misses being the, host. the hostess. Yeah, the hostess. Um, and Rachel is sad because she hates her new job until until she gets a male client who was recently divorced. Named Joshua. Uh, his name is Joshua, but I will be calling him Tate because he's played by Tate Donovan mm-hmm. uh, from Damages and other things. <laughs> um, but. Uh, to me, like, it's very, like, if, I, I think the show is acknowledging this, right? That he's, like, I'm recently divorced and my wife, like, threw away all my shit and, like, changed the locks. And all she hears is this guy's single. Yeah. But to me, these are, like, all red flags. Red flags. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she doesn't, she doesn't care. Um, so then Chandler goes to see the, uh, the, the, the play again um and there's no chemistry anymore so mm-hmm. she so he's sure that joey's right and they're sleeping together um but he, it's bullshit it's all in his head like it's yeah at first yeah. yeah um and chandler wants to go like talk to kathy and is it i can't remember if it's ross or joey who says like play cool don't be you know you I think Ross. Uh, it's Ross who says that. That's like a funny but like mean thing yeah. to say. Yeah. Like, because I think I had a friend who, like, likes to bust balls and like 
that's funny, but he'll do it to people that he doesn't know yet, you know? Mm. And I have been like, hey, when you meet this new person, like, don't do that thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> so I've kind of been in the Ross situation there. I'm sure someone has told me not to be myself at some point, too. Uh, but Chandler can't help but be himself, and he flips out, um, doesn't know anything about... Uh, um, I just I, He just clearly just was not prepared to be dating an actor, you know? Or anyone. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Or anyone. <laughs> I mean, he truly, like, shows his child childishness. Like, he immediately goes to, like, slut-shaming her. Right, yeah. Immediately. Immediately, like, yeah. Um, he just doesn't know how to function. Um, yeah, I always think, like, I think that's a part of the reason maybe that, like, Actors often end up together because they're, like, cool with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever think, like... I'm trying to think of, like, someone famous who's married to a non-actor. Well, you know? Yeah. Like, if, okay, like, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, Carl Urban... What's his name? Not Carl Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Carl Urban was Judge Dredd. Uh, <laughs> but he's a performer. He's a musician. But I'm saying he doesn't have to pretend to, like... He doesn't have to get naked with people. Do you think... Does, does Keith Urban watch... First off, does Keith Urban watch Killing of a Sacred Deer? And if he does, is he weirded out by her, like, getting naked on the bed and chubby Colin Farrell getting on top of her or whatever? Is that... Do you think Keith Urban is... Listeners call to action. Is Keith Urban bothered by that? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I think Would you be, though? You know, it's hard to... I don't know. I think I would, like, probably, like be supportive and like go to set if wanted or I would respect like if you didn't want me there I would but it's not about there I'm saying like yeah if I were an actor I own a movie in a movie and I'm like rolling around naked with someone and you watch the movie or you could say like please don't watch this it makes me uncomfortable no but I'm in this scenario it doesn't make me uncomfortable I'm just asking if it makes you uncomfortable in this scenario no yeah Uh, maybe I don't know I would have to be there. It's hard to... I think if I knew you were an actor, I don't think it would make me uncomfortable. Okay. I think I feel pretty confident. Okay. I mean, unless the guy was, like, really hot, which most actors are. Right. (laughs) Uh, No, I wouldn't care. Call to action, listeners. Would you care? Uh, All right. Where am I? Um, The back at the boys' apartment... And they've got some pizza. It was Ray Berry Pizza. I don't know if that's a real... Yeah. I think it must be like a New York. Is that a New York? That's what I assume. But yeah, props to the props department. Yeah. Um, because they're pretty good with their like actual like genuine New York. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Zay bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, is Ray Berry Pizza a real New York? I guess we could Google it, but it's more But it's fun. more fun to ask yeah. them. Yeah. I could also Google what marmalade is, but uh, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, Rachel comes home, comes home, or not home. She comes over to the boys' apartment and she's like... All a flutter with her crush on Tate Donovan. Um, but then <laughs> Monica is like baking cookies and like using a fan to blow the cookie <laughs> scent into the yeah, apartment. Yeah, she was caught in action. She was like yeah. taking a fan to like a hot plate of cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, have you seen that? I know you have because we watched TV together. So I know why I'm asking this. The Geico commercial where the little lizard comes over to his neighbors and he's like, baked a plate of cookies but they're like lizard size so it's a little little tiny one thing in the and the the new homeowner next door like grabs the entire plate and dumps all the cookies in his mouth at once 
I don't. We've uh, we've seen it multiple. I think you're okay. just on TikTok doing commercial breaks, which is probably smart. I'm not on um, TikTok. I'm you're playing, always on TikTok. I'm playing with my blocks. Oh, Obviously, you're playing the blocks I have game. To yeah. Listen to TikTok, so I'm not. Right. Um, you're like such a boomer. Like you're watching your TikToks over there. Like no, I'm a geriatric millennial, and you're a Xennial or baby Gen Xer, or are um, you also a geriatric millennial? I'm. Yeah, I think both it depends whatever yeah um anyway what i was gonna say is every time i watch that commercial where the guy dumps a whole plate of tiny tiny cookies in his mouth i think like <clears throat> that must be delicious tiny cookies <laughs> like a whole bunch of tiny cookies at once so do you like uh cookie crisp cereal because <laughs> that's what that is i did like cookie crisp as a kid but i imagine these geico the, the cookies the gecko like baked, he made like fresh are baked. like soft yeah. you know like you want a hot yeah because the, the cookie uh cookie crisp uh those are hard they're very hard yeah yeah all right <laughs> way off we were like let's keep this one short because now these voices and all that <laughs> we're going way off on all these talk about breakfast so anyway they go over and and monica's not only she made cookies but she has an, a, an issue of playboy that's out and then ross says cookies and porn you're the best mom ever which is like gross and also especially gross because it's his sister yes yeah um, found it really very weird. She also makes like brownies and like all kinds of baked goods. She's trying to entice and yeah. like big glasses of milk. She's trying to entice everyone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's still jealous of people hanging out in the other apartment, but Chandler comes back and he's drunk. Yeah. Because of the uh, um, fallout with him and and Kath, uh, Kathy with a K. Um, we see Monica come up the stairs with a sander, um, like a huge, like industrial, like, yeah. uh, sander and like, She's um, resurfacing the, yeah, Rachel says something about like, oh, I never vacuum. <laughs> she doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Where was I? Rayberry <clears throat> pizza. Oh, so Rachel is like bummed that she's been had multiple sessions with this client and he hasn't asked her out and the other people are like. You should ask him out. And Rachel's like, I've never asked a guy out before. And Phoebe says, I've asked thousands of guys out, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, also, props to the props department here. <laughs> Did you see the box of cereal mm-hmm. on top of the fridge? Yeah. Do you remember what it said? Um, it was clearly Captain Crunch. Yeah. Except instead of Captain, it was... Love that crunch. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> and there was also like an Uncle Ben's, but like every other letter was blacked out. Yeah, but there was Trick cereal. Interesting. Interesting what they get away with. Yeah. Love that crunch. Um, uh, Rachel tries to ask out Tate Donovan and crashes and burns. Uh, what it is this? Is what this again? She gets, a, she gets a ticket to the um, Knicks game, right? Right. Yes, and he thinks that. She's offering him both the tickets, and he wants to take his nephew. Yeah, right. Uh, Chandler's losing his mind. Uh, right. Here's what I said: like Rachel was working up the nerve, and then take, Donovan takes both the tickets. Uh, meanwhile, Rachel's boss in her new department um, is like very gay, and also thinks that Tate Donovan is. They're both like checking him out as he walks away. Yeah, looking at his at his butt. Um, Chandler comes over to Kathy's apartment to apologize, but guess who's there in the other room and whose pants are strewn about? Nick, the yep. co-star. Yep. So uh, if yeah, if she wasn't sleeping with Nick, uh, 
before Chandler freaked out, he 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 drove her into Nick's uh, arms, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Ross. Okay, I wanted to see more. This is what I was. Ross is happy that Rachel flamed out with Tate Donovan. Yeah. Um, which I was kind of like, I'm not glad about because I think Ross is a tool, but also I'm just like, writing wise, I'm glad they're not forgetting. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. That, that there's still that bad blood between them, which is going to come up again at the very end of the episode, which we're almost at. Um, so Monica invites everyone over, and she's completely made the boys' old apartment look fantastic. It looks mm-hmm. great. It looks totally monica She pulled up the carpet, you know, and yeah. then resurfaced the hardwood floor underneath. Yeah. But yeah, she did it all on her own. That's why she's exhausted. Yeah, and she's like wants everyone to come over, but then she wants to take a nap, yeah. which is very cute. Um Chandler comes home and, and he has lost, feels he's lost uh, Kathy um, because she slept with someone else. And then um, uh, Ross makes a, an observation of like, mm. well, if she thought you were on a break, mm-hmm. which is, uh, yeah, I like keeping that on our. Brings it back. Yeah. yeah keeping that in, in, in mind. And then there's a tag at the end where, uh, oh, right. I forgot the whole thing where. <laughs> Uh, Rachel called Tate Donovan to say, as a pretense, she was like, did you leave your wallet? I found a wallet. Yeah. And he like asked her questions about the wallet. Yeah. And it's completely made up. Yeah. So then the tag at the end is he actually did leave his wallet or his billfold, as her as her boss yeah. says. And that's that's kind of the tag at the end, right? Yeah. So I wonder if, uh, is Tate Donovan coming back, you think? I wonder. Um, I like him as an actor. I always mm-hmm. have. Um do you have any more? Uh, <laughs> do you have any more stray observations, or should we move on to funniest moments? Sorry, I was already looking down my notes at my funniest moments, and I laughed at the first one because I had forgotten about it. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead then? Okay, my first funniest moment is Chandler imagining Nick like talking shit about him to Kathy yeah. and like uh we're, he's he's probably saying where's your boyfriend what's his name Chester <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um when they're all at the perk uh trying to make Chandler feel better and they're saying um they're listing off um I guess actors who um <laughs> yeah who ended up in relationships together, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Phoebe is like, Clint Eastwood and Mel Gibson. And they're like, what are you talking about? She didn't understand whatever. <laughs> she was she just thought like they were just casting like or naming off actors. Or maybe fantasy. people she wanted to see in a couple. Like maybe she wants to see Clint Eastwood and Mel Gibson get together. I mean, they're both horrible people. It would make a good couple. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'm not going to get into this with you. Mel Gibson is a terrible person. Okay. Clint Eastwood is a conservative. They're both racist. Let's just... <laughs> Wait, what did Clint Eastwood say that was racist? Let's move on. You just think everyone who's right of a certain point in the spectrum is automatically a white supremacist. I said, let's move on. <laughs> That's just what you think. Okay, l- listeners, call to action. Is, is Clint Eastwood racist? <laughs> Um, okay, my only other uh, funny moment is 
uh, Joey, when he's making pancakes, is practicing trying oh, to yeah. flip the pancakes over his shoulder onto people's plate, and he way overshoots Monica, and he's like, I'm getting closer. And then when Phoebe wants one, he shoots over his head, and she grabs it out of the air and throws it onto her plate. Yep. So no, it was so funny. That was on there, too, and I was like, I wonder how many takes this was yeah. and how fun that would have been Yeah. to film. But yeah, that yeah. was... Um, also, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to talk about Joey's catchphrase. Uh, oh, yeah, well, when we get to Under the Umbrella, yeah. Well, part of that is, like, Phoebe's response to it. Like, <laughs> she's so giddy, like, she can't control herself. I, I love that. I love... It was the cutest. There's been, like, because they kissed, you know, and Joey dated oh, Ursula. Yeah. Like, there's all this, like, attraction between Joey and Phoebe, and I love it whenever it comes up. Yeah, but it's mostly, like, Phoebe, like, kind of lusting after Joey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, you, you said how many takes about the catching the pancake thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched, because we have the, well, we have the Scott Pilgrim versus the World, World Blu-ray, because you bought it for me as a yeah. Christmas gift one year. But there's a, I don't know if you were, you and I saw it twice in theaters, but you probably haven't seen it since then, right? No. Whereas I've watched it every couple of years. Uh, but there's a part where he orders something from Amazon because he knows Ramona is the local delivery. So he just orders something just so he can get her oh, to come right. to her house. Yep, yep. So there's a shot where he like opens the door, she hands him the thing and he like throws over his shoulder into the waste basket and leans against the wall and is like, so what are you doing or whatever? Um, and there's uh, on the Blu-ray as a special feature, they, it took him like 113 tries to toss the thing over his shoulder into the wastebasket, you know, and you could see like a montage of them all in quick succession and then everybody like freaking out when he finally got it. Is it also in that movie that he throws keys and someone catches it? <laughs> like in a funny way? Like Yeah, he, but he doesn't, no one catches it. He just like, oh, yeah, just, he does the thing that you're doing. He, he like hits his he elbow, his inside elbow of his elbow, throws tosses. the keys right into Kieran Culkin's chest yeah. and then flops down on the mattress yeah. or on the couch. So it's weird that there's like a number yeah. of yeah. tosses in that uh, movie. And um, then I remembered it. Yeah. The complete opposite of that, if you watch, there's a shot in uh, <clears throat> Alien Resurrection where Sigourney Weaver tosses, like, full court, tosses a basketball over her head, and it goes through the hoop on the other side of the court. And legend has it that she got it right on the first try. Oh, wow. And if you're watching, because Ron Perlman's character is, like, in the corner, if, the, if you're watching before, the, like, the shot cuts, you can kind of see Ron Perlman go, like, <gasps> like, not being able to keep character because he couldn't believe it. That's awesome. It happened on the first try. But I don't know if that's true or not. That uh, That's just the... Urban legend, maybe. All right, uh, any other funny moments? Uh, nope. Okay, let's move on to friends, but make it fashion. Um, Monica has, how would you describe that pattern on the uh, very tight, long sleeve top that she is wearing when she's like, invites them over at the end? It's like kind of paisley-ish, but it's not paisley. Hmm. I don't remember. She's normally wearing argyle. Monica? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I don't remember paisley. It's not Paisley, though. Listeners, call to action. What? <laughs> what? What is that pattern? Um, um, well, do you have any uh, fashion-y things? So, Rachel um, has a lot of mini skirts with tights, and they look great on her. Okay, yeah. Um, she's wearing, when she asks out Joshua, she's wearing, like, a black floral, or a black dress with a little, like, floral pattern with, like, a sheer overlay. Yes, it looks great. Yeah, looks that's great. my other one, actually. Um, yeah. 
Okay, I'm showing you a picture of Monica's outfit. It's a little bit blurry. Yeah, I don't but think that looks like Paisley. It's just like a pattern. Some kind of pattern. Like an abstract pattern. Yeah, but they look almost like tulips almost. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, glad I was able to find it so quickly. Yeah. All right. Let's move on then to... Oh, also... Oh, oh please, um, please. Lots of scarves, which I like. Yeah, I love... I love the friends in winter wear. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Uh, let's. What's under the umbrella? Quite quite a bit of things. Uh, well, we talked about um, Monica's old clothes being maternity right. clothes for Phoebe. We don't like that. No. Nope. Uh, we talked about the breakfast spread. Yeah, I had that in mind. Um, also, props to the props department. Did you notice there were... Um, Blockbuster video yes. tapes. Yeah, it fun. said Blockbuster video. Um, yeah, they didn't like try to make it, you know, block block busier or something. Right, right. <laughs> uh, K Buster V, shout out, <laughs> listener Carrie. Um, oh, that's right. Carrie will know that. Um, also, Magda Doodle used to great effect. Have you seen our view? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I did know. I saw that, and I didn't think to write it down for some reason. Um, All right, but we're, are you saving the big one for last? We already kind of talked about it. Well, you can you can take that, but also um, just Joey like eating everything, always eating always eating a sandwich, like eating yeah. rotten donuts. Like that's right. He's looking for a always donut. looking for yeah. food, and then take it away. Yeah, after f- four seasons or three and a half seasons, we finally got Joey finally. saying. How you doing? Yeah. That's when he says that's his like entire pickup line, yeah. and it works on Phoebe. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else? Um, no. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this: central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, we're back from our quick break, uh, and we are ready to talk about Season 4, Episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother, Three Days of Snow. Natalie, take it away. Okay. So, I don't remember exactly how this is introduced, but um, we are introduced to the idea of um, traditions and relationships, uh, specifically Lily and Marshall's airport pickup tradition of um, any time... Marshall picks up Lily. He has a sign that says Lily Pad, and she brings him a six pack yeah. of beer from wherever she is. Yeah, yeah. Right? And don't, they do it the other way, too, right? Don't we see like her with a marshmallow sign and he's bringing something, I thought, in that montage? Yeah. I think it goes both ways. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. they do the airport pickup, which was funny because I picked you up from the airport yesterday. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. Well, you brought Darla, though. That's true. Because, yeah, you, we, you always bring, that's the, because I think one time years ago, you picked me up at the airport and I didn't know that our old dog Jack was going to be in the backseat. And I, like, opened the backseat to put my suitcase in and Jack was, like, happy to see me. Yeah. So now whenever you pick me up at the airport, dog comes with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, cute. so, yeah, I, th- I feel like you and I have a lot of couple traditions. We do. We definitely do. And most of them, they're, like, almost like uh, insurance blackmail against each other because they're so embarrassing that we're, like... <laughs> 
No way. We can never leave each other because we have too much dirt, <laughs> embarrassing dirt on each Name other. Name one. I, I'm not going to do that in front of the, the listeners here. Um, <laughs> a lot of the beers are like funny and like punny names like Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's cute. Meanwhile, at McLaren's, uh, Barney and uh, Ted are kind of like on the prowl and meet these like college girls. Yeah. Um, and I guess they're being embarrassing and then talk outside. No, they meet them outside they of meet, of, of, of McLaren's, McLaren's and like um, there's like a creepy thing where. Ted is like, oh, I've always wanted to see an Arizona driver's license. And Barney is like, I already saw him. Don't worry. They're 21 or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of creepy. Um, but so no, then every time Ted says something embarrassing, pulls him aside, Barney like, pulls, pulls him, him back inside. inside the, yeah. the um, but it's all about Barney's like lame tactics of like never like go to their gig, never support them, never ask for their number. Like you always have to be in control. So he has this whole rubric of bullshit, you know. Um, but it's all, I think, about the fact that they, these that Ted and Barney are like ten years older than these women. Yeah, so and they're so Barney's whole approach is to be like their dad. Right. He wants. To, yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's gross too. He's like yeah. hoping they have like daddy issues, yeah. so he can come in and I don't know. Yeah. Um, be a predator. Um, so they say like, oh, um, our band has a gig tonight. Um, and so instead of like, oh, let's go to their show, I guess he invites the band there afterwards to McLaren. We'll get we'll get back there. Um, yeah, he says like maybe we'll be here after your show. Yeah, maybe we'll be here. Yeah, so they invite him to come back. Yeah. Um, there's a whole thing about like party school bingo that Barney has yeah. for himself. Every year he's trying to find the like craziest party school. It's like. Some magazine does like a list of the best party schools and every year he randomizes them and makes a bingo card and then tries to yeah. get five in a row. Just just for himself. Just Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a funny bit of him yeah. explaining because Ted's like, What do you what's the point? To get five in a row. <laughs> yeah. And and what do you get if you win? I get bingo. Yeah. That is funny, right? Yeah, it is. Um yeah. so speaking of magazine, I guess um, Marshall and Lily have endeavored to have a more mature relationship, <laughs> right? Um, by like not having these silly rituals, yeah, you know, to kind of like move move past it yeah. in a way that's, I guess, more adult. Yeah, but did it seem like they both say independent of one another? Mature. As we mature, our relationship matures with us. Yeah. And that felt very Ted-like. Like yeah. when Ted's like encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, yeah, we find out that it's like Cosmo Girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, magazines are used to great effect in this show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not them magazine, at least. They should have done a yeah. callback to them magazine. Yeah. Um, we get a weird drone shot of like an atmospheric shift and then that like brings upon the hurricane. It like does like a earth shot of like a drone footage of like a, yeah, like a blizzard. Forming. So it's, it's after Barney and Ted are hitting on the college girls. And then Barney's like, 
oh, hey, it's starting to snow. And like there's a yes. little flurries and then it pulls out and you see a huge storm yes, yes, yes. coming. Yeah. Uh, did you catch Barney trying to, or Ted rather, trying to catch snowflakes on his tongue? Snowflakes mm-hmm. on his tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Robin and Marshall are um, in the apartment and he's saying like, okay, I'm not going to do the, the sign. Um, she's not going to do the beer thing. We're just going to like play yep. it cool. And then Robin's like, well, what if she expects you to do that? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Then maybe I should. And then we see Lily on the plane and she's like, I'm not going to do it. But wait, what if he's expecting it? Um, so she realizes that, um, she has like a layover in Seattle. Right. And then she's like, it'll give me time to get the beer. Cause I actually want to do this. Is that okay. I thought she was coming from Seattle and her plane was early. So her plan was to leave the airport, get the beer and come back. Yeah. But I think your thing makes more sense. Although, does it? Why would you have a layover in Seattle? I don't know. Because I was like, why was she in Seattle? Does it, it probably explained at some point why she was ever in Seattle, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so this storm's a Bruin. Um, Barney and Ted are the last people at the bar. And Carl says, you know, um, I'm going to close up shop. You guys need to, you know, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, just leave us the keys. You, have, yeah. you could trust us. And I forgot what they did to make Carl agree to it. Um, I don't remember. They, he just said, I can trust you guys. Because he's talking about, like, five, five word sentences that are a bad idea. Like, yes. we, should, we should buy a bar and I can trust you guys. Yeah. So theirs was we should buy a bar a long time. And they flash back to a long time ago when they said we should buy a bar and we'll never have, we're not going to like start putting up chairs until the last person is like finished. Which is like against the law. We're never going to have last call. Yeah. They clearly don't know California or I'm sorry, New York state laws. Yeah. yeah, You can't not have last call. call. That's uh, but uh, yeah, but I feel like everyone, like you and I have multiple times talked about like how fun it would be to run a bar. Yeah. But I don't know if it really would. Uh, I think it would be fun some days, but it would be extremely stressful and we're ill-equipped for anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but also I just like, I want to hang out at a bar. Yeah. I don't want to run a bar. Yeah. Like, you have to work a lot of evenings. Like, how am I going to go like to movies? I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't seem that fun. Yeah. Um, so they, oh, the the antics of them, like having the bars to themselves was really fun. They were doing like, all kinds of, um, like, um, cocktail type shenanigans with like drinks. They were um, breaking glasses and throwing <laughs> bottles yeah, yeah. and it was, um, Kokomo. Yeah. Beach Boys Kokomo. Yeah. It was specifically clearly a reference to the cocktail. Tom Cruise movie cocktail, which yeah. I've never seen, but everyone gets the reference. Everyone right? gets a reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they are like, you know, drinking and breaking shit. Um, the college girls, I guess, say like, oh, can we bring our, our, our band? band? Yeah. And it turns out to be like a full ass marching band of like dozens and dozens of people. Yeah. So they all come to the bar They're Everyone is just like destroying everything. Everyone's wasted. Um, Carl calls them and says like, I'll be there in five minutes. And they kind of freak out. And yeah kick everyone out and then they said oh we're like violating our own rules like to never have yeah um the last call 
So they bring the party to their apartment or to uh, Ted's apartment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, lots of antics in the apartment. Um, meanwhile, Robin is driving Marshall to the airport. Um, and they're getting into a, like a back and forth about relationships. Yeah. And um, Marshall's kind of criticizing Robin a little bit that like she's so like unromantic and she'll never have what he mm. has. And he's being kind of a dick, I think. Yeah. But then... Marshall could be real judgy. He can. As we've learned. It's true. Yeah. Um, but then she gets inspired and says, you know what? Like, because they're... The snowplow drives by them, so they get, like, packed into the car in the snow. And then she um, she forces them out of the sunroof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, I guess, wiggle their way out of the car to get to the airport. Yeah. I didn't really understand the whole, like, three-day thing. Where, like, it's a Tuesday, but she gets in on a Thursday. Do she was at the wrong airport. Yeah. No, it wasn't the wrong airport. So the the episode's called Three Days of Snow. Right, right, right. But it all seems to unfold over the course of one day until Bob Saget, Ted, at the end, r- reminds us, like, remember, this was called... Three Days. This, I said it was Three Days of Snow, and we realized that the... Um, the... The Marshall and Robin story... Is on Tuesday. Yeah. The Barney and Ted story is Wednesday, and the Lily at the airport at the airport story with the old lady. By the way, her name uh, I had to look it up. Um, her name she has since passed away, but uh, her name is Pat Crawford Brown. She was played an old lady in a lot of oh, things. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, but most memorably, probably to you and me, the episode of Buffy where Buffy gets a job at a like fast food restaurant, and she's like the customer who turns out to be a demon and a huge like phallic demon comes out of the oh, top yeah. of her head or whatever okay. anyway so that's on thursday which like if you think back and watch the episode knowing that it does make sense that like when barney when we first see barney and ted talking to the girls they're talking about meeting up again tomorrow night mm. so it makes sense like oh that's wednesday night you know um i found it to be very a very clever reveal yeah. so clever that i didn't even understand it <laughs> So, but, yeah, so, but Marshall and Robin going to the airport happened on Tuesday and they got all the way to the airport and of course she's she wasn't there because her flight was delayed by two days. Right. She was stuck in Seattle for two days right. or whatever she was. Um, so that's why it's anyway, that's all different days. Yeah. Um, but Lily decides like, no, I want to maintain this tradition. She goes to the liquor store. Ranjit. Ranjit um, comes in. <laughs> well, Ranjit is there to pick up someone else someone at the else airport. Kicks her to the curb <laughs> and takes Lily to the liquor store. Yeah. She, I guess Lily calls the liquor store in advance and they said, like, oh, yeah, you have this like special Seattle beer. Yeah, Puget Stout. Puget Stout, but it's <laughs> an actual keg. Yeah. And then Ranjit um, is going to help her. Um, there's some funny parts there with Ranjit we might get to later. Okay. What? No, go ahead. Um, then, um, yeah, she gets the keg. Um, Barney has sex with Amanda in the bathroom and screams bingo. Yeah, it's not funny. Um, and then, you know, Marshall and Lily are a cute couple. So the um, the brass band shows up at the airport to create this like whole new tradition, which is. And they play all Lang Syne. Yes, because it's, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you, I, I said last week this might be my favorite episode of How I Met Your Mother. It might be. I definitely teared up during really? the whole because All Lang Syne is a song that makes me feel wistful anyway. Yeah. But also it's about this couple who love each other and like i am someone who is as you've said maybe off mike you've said maybe to a fault very invested in our traditions you know mm-hmm. and so it very much hit uh, a nerve with me and and i just just like as i did back in 2009 when i watched this for the first time i i, I teared up um but not so much that i missed <laughs> did you notice during that whole scene with the marching band playing the woman Ranjit was supposed to pick up is still wandering around the airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was very funny. Um, just to clarify, I love our traditions also. I just like to add a little spontaneity and like to change things up every once in a while because that's how we yeah. create traditions. Exactly, and I, I need things. to learn from that because I'm like, you're nope, like, we only you're do like this. what if this time we do that? And I'm like, well, we've never done that before. Yeah, but that's how we like... <laughs> We create. I know, and I, th- by... I feel like you've gotten me out of my comfort zone a lot. Okay. The other main thing I think we've talked about in this podcast before is with sharing food. I grew up in a like, but also I, I grew up in a large family household where it was a prison mentality of like, put your elbow around your plate, eat right. as fast as you can so you can get seconds, and like I had to learn from you that it's fun to share food. But also like, well, we can travel to different places. Like we don't have to go to the same places year after year. We can incorporate new travels or new you know like yeah, we have a lot sure. of um traditions around like different holidays and i'm always trying to incorporate new adventures into mm-hmm. our old adventures yeah yeah you're more fun than i am that's absolutely true but um, i think you've i've learned a little bit from you yeah and i've learned from you what um, what have you learned from me Name one good positive thing you've learned from me. It's tons of stuff, but I'm sick, so don't make me recall things. No, you're the you're the you're the good one. you're the good one. <laughs> no way. You're the role model here. No way. Um, um, Did you do anything else? No. Uh, should we move uh, on to funny? Oh, well, you. I wanted to mention. What, what's that? Go on. I just wanted to mention that the the party school bingo thing, the the university that these young women are supposed to be from is, is made up. Arizona tech is not a real oh, okay. place. There's Arizona state, which is yeah. like, a yeah, party which is school. a party school. Yeah. So that's clearly what they're reaching for. But I liked that. Um, and now I'm already forgetting what was the mascot. Was it the sun hens from Arizona <laughs> tech? Yeah, it was something funny, and I wish I'd written it down. Sun this, hens, this is, marching when, we, band. when we do this a day in advance, I think like, yeah, I just assume I'll remember stuff. And, and then, um, uh, I don't because it's, yeah, because Arizona State is the Sun Devils. Yeah. So it's funny to me that I think it was called Sun Hens, but uh, listeners, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong because I've already forgotten. Okay, Should we, are we moving on to funniest moments then? Yes. I feel like I've already talked. We've already talked about most of mine. What do you have? Um, well, Ranjit had two of them. One when like when she was talking about like. Um, like they're like wild sex capades. Yeah. He says, TMI, too many information. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other Ranjit one that I have is that he's super strong. <laughs> That's like, uh, there's a whole thing about like, Lily can't get the keg into his taxi right. or his, his town car. 
and he's got a rule against kegs in the town car, yeah. you know, and he's like, no, last time I was cleaning up vomit or whatever. And, and Olivia's like, I'll give you an extra 50 bucks. And he just like picks it up one handed and throws it over his shoulder and um, it goes to the count to the town car. OK, another funny thing with Ranjit is when um, the man who owns a liquor store is like, you're a cute couple. And he says, thank you. <laughs> Lily's like, no, no, that's and he just says, thank you. <laughs> oh, I love Ranjit. Um, all right, see, we already talked about... I have more funny. I So do I. Okay. But we already talked about Ted catching snowflakes on his tongue. I already talked about Ted um, not understanding the point of party school bingo. We talked about the cocktail montage. So I have two more. Okay. I'll say the funniest one... It might be mine. Is it when Marshall's on the phone? No. In his office? Okay, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a part where... Lily and Marshall are talking on the phone and Lily's being all cutesy on her end. Marshall on his end has a bunch of other lawyers in his office. So he's like using lawyer speak. Yeah. So when she's like, I love you, he's like, I think we can reciprocate, but with yeah. a surplus on my end. And she's I'll like, no, I love you more. Brief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's funny is like, he's, he's doing that the whole time, acting like it's a business call. And at the very end, he goes, love you too. Okay. Love you. <laughs> okay, love you. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Was that yours? Um, no, actually, um, when uh, when Barney was trying to like teach um, like Ted how to like respond and kept like pulling him inside, yeah, from yeah. the college girls, yeah. um, <laughs> one of them is like, I think there's like a like a storm coming, and Ted said, "Oh, it's no problem." <laughs> And then, like, Barney brings him inside thinking he's going to be like, don't do that, like, yeah. you idiot. But he goes, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last one is uh, Marshall is imagining what's going to happen if he shows up without or if he doesn't show up, you know? Yeah. And Lily shows up oh, with yeah. beer. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. so he imagines this, like, hot, like, foreign guy. <laughs> yeah. And Lily, like, sees the hot foreign guy <laughs> and immediately takes off her wedding ring and throws, throws it over it. his shoulder. Yeah. Much like Joey throwing a pancake over his shoulder. And she has like a similar thought of like a very, very tall woman who like greets Marshall. And she's <laughs> and like, she has beer. She has beer and she's an appropriate size for Hi, Marshall. That's right. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, should we move under the umbrella? Uh, we haven't done make it fashion. Oh, make it fashion. Uh, mm, nothing. So there, um, in one of the flashbacks or something, uh, I, I just pointed this out because last week I talked about Robin being in three different horizontal striped uh, uh, outfits. There's Lily is in a purple and black horizontal stripe. Like uh, um, it's like a pullover, but it has like a, a pocket, like a hoodie, you know, like a one of those through the not two pockets, one big front pocket, like a kangaroo. Punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. It's kind of like oversized. Not it didn't look like something they normally put Lily in, and I, I liked it. Okay. All right, that's all I have. Should we go to Under the Umbrella? Yeah. So, yeah, we mentioned uh, Ranjit. Also, uh, Carl, the bartender, is a recurring character. Um, Barney and Ted have a telepathic conversation, I which is I was just going to mention that, yeah. Something. And but then, it goes wrong. Like, it goes... Like it never goes right on this yeah. show. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Every time everyone thinks they it have a telepathic conversation. It starts off at, yeah. like, okay... They get it, yeah. and then something goes terribly wrong. Well, yeah, I remember because um, Ted thought that he and Stella were communicating about paying for dinner, yeah. and she wanted to get married. Yeah, she <laughs> or, thought it was get married. Um, and then 
my last thing under the umbrella is because <laughs> you mentioned it multiple times of Barney pulling Ted inside. These characters are always like taking asides in the middle of dates or in this case, just like hitting on someone. But yeah. like um, they're very confident about the person is going to still gonna be there because remember when yeah. I, I've used this as an example before, but when Ted was super drunk and met Danica McKellar, he kept going to the bathroom to call his friends. Yeah. And at a certain point, if I'm Danica McKellar, I'm, I'm like, like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she, yeah, she should have gone home with Carl. All right. Uh, what do you, do you have anything on the umbrella? Um, well, we talked about, there was also a Star Wars reference, and I forgot what it was. Um, yeah. So uh, when the two young college gals come back, um, the, the brunette says, uh, oh, I'm glad you guys are here. Um, uh, I didn't know if you'd be here with the snow. I don't know if you watched Star Wars, but it's like Hoth outside, which is oh yeah, yeah from yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Right. Now it's the beginning of Empire Strikes Back is the ice planet Hoth. Um, and so Ted, Ted says dibs, which is gross. And then the blonde gal says something about her dad. And then Barney says dibs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anything else? Um, no. Well, let's move on to similarities. Okay. I, I already mentioned the big one. <laughs> um, people throwing things over their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Um, scarves. There were scar- scarves present okay. in both episodes. Okay. Um, uh, okay. This is a bit of a stretch, but Joey's talking about um, like how it's hot when a girl like hits on him and then someone says, like, doesn't that make them seem desperate? And he's like, yeah, that's why it's so hot. So that's very like, Barneyish, yeah. It's very Barney to like love a desperate woman. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, so, uh, um, I've forgotten his name, Chandler. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chandler does that thing of imagining what Nick. Yes. It might be saying to Kathy. Yes. Just like both Lily and Marshall, Marshall. imagine mm-hmm. their significant others yeah. um, hooking up with someone else or going yeah. up with someone else. And I kind of thought that um, in both, like, theories that don't pan out. Right. Right? Wait. So Joey's theory Joey's doesn't theory pan out. Doesn't which, pan out. What's the one that doesn't pan out? Well, I guess. Here. Because um, Barney's right about everything. Barney is kind of right about everything. <laughs> but I guess Marshall and Lily, um, like, resolving to be more mature. mature yeah, and then yeah. it doesn't pan out. But it does It does in the end. So maybe that's that doesn't work. Um, I have one more. Um, okay. And it's uh, hosting gatherings at an apartment. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Joey and Chandler are, like, taking the lead on hosting gatherings. Yeah. I don't think Monica thought they'd take her up on it when yeah. she said that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that they put like a bunch of like cutting boards on top of the foosball table to make it more? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to serve their breakfast spread. Accoutrement. Yeah. Yeah. Should we play favorites? Yeah. Yeah. I've already given it away, but yeah. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, met your, your Mother. Yay. High five. Yeah. Um, this was, this was a good friends. I, I definitely liked this, this friends episode. Um, but yeah, three days of snow. I was surprised. You know, I said it's my favorite, and that might be true, but it's not compared to the run of episodes we've had up until now, like 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 uh, benefits in Little Minnesota. You know, mm-hmm. three days of snow isn't as funny as those, but it's an 
very character based, sharply told, and it it's that thing that I've kind of warned you and other listeners maybe don't know the future of How I Met Your Mother. There's going to be a part where the cleverness kind of becomes a little too much. Tiring. But I feel like this is right in that sweet spot yeah. of of using a, a clever structure, a clever temporal structure um, to make the episode more impactful. All right. So uh, let's catch up on our correspondence. I'm very disappointed right now because um, I finally like took the step of getting all the correspondence lined up so I wouldn't have to search for it. I was like, already, you know? Yeah. And then we had uh, difficulties. stupid technical difficulties and I had to restart the computer. So um, now it's uh, it's it's gone. Um, but we did have... I keep... Okay. I always like give out the ways that people can get a hold of me. Yeah. But some people like to find other ways. It's fun. Um, but then it becomes harder for me to keep track of. But uh, listener Steph sent... Um, me via an, via an Instagram DM. I don't even give out my Instagram because oh. that's like mostly for friends, not for people who listen. The stuff's a friend. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I do know Steph. I've met her in person once uh, at Comic Con. I don't remember what year that was. I bet I could tell. I bet that was 2011. That's my guess. Steph, am I right? Is that when we met? 2011. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she sent us this amazing picture of oh, yeah. times yes. when Willow on Buffy. And Phoebe on Friends wore the exact same sweater. And there are at least two. And I guess they're both like Warner Brothers television shows. They probably both shot shot on the Warner's lot, I think. Yeah, they have the same. And they're literally wearing the same. Yeah. And those aren't like common run-of-the-mill patterns. What I would like to know is who wore which first, you know? Yeah, who wore it best, who wore it first. Like was, I'll bet Buffy was like raiding the Friends wardrobe, because Buffy was probably a lower-budget show than Friends. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, anyway, so thanks, Steph, for that. More on Steph in a second, by the way. Um, Jennifer uh, says... Oh, wait, I already read... Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we caught, we, we um, noticed in Jennifer's email last week that she had spelled... Uh, I can't remember if it was favorite or color or honor, or, but something with the... Oh, oh you are. So she says, uh, hello again. You got me. I'm Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, about the Christmas routine, each kid had their own sack. I think some of the larger presents were wrapped before going in the sack, but most weren't. It was like the presents in a stocking idea, but bigger and not shaped like a foot. Um, <laughs> but now, Jennifer, now that I know you're an Aussie, um, now that you and I have talked about the show Please Like Me before. Yes. Uh, an Australian show that we both very much liked. Um, and, and there's a Christmas episode of, of Please Like Me. Now, I've, I've known <laughs> since I was, like, in middle school, I've been able to get the concept that it's, like, summer right. in December in yeah. Australia. But I don't think it was until I watched that Please Like Me episode that it occurred to me how weird it is that all the iconography is still, like... Santa in his big coat and like Slay, Winter Wonderland, and like so, like yeah. they're decor- they decorated the house, and 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 Josh has like is hosting like a Christmas, uh, uh, feast of some of some sort, and it was like it was so weird that everything was like snowy in the decorations, but obviously it's midsummer, <laughs> um, not the movie Midsummer, uh, outside. So Jennifer, any thoughts you have on celebrating? Christmas in summer with winter iconography. <laughs> I want to hear that. Well, I mean, living in Southern California, often, you know, like we will have the same kind of thing where it's like but 70, it's not hot. 
70 degrees. Yeah, it's not like summer heat. But it can be like sunny in the 70s. Yeah, but I still feel like we know that it's colder. <clears throat> it's still colder in December. Yeah. That's why I hate, um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons I don't like the movie This Is 40. Oh, right, they're swimming in this. But he had like, for, yeah, it's like Leslie Mann's character's birthday party is right around Christmas, so they have like a Christmas slash birthday pool party. And it's like, it just gives the wrong idea. Because well, having lived there, like, we don't get in the pool in December. So rich people who can afford to heat their pools swim in the but, winter. But what I'm saying is, everyone's walking around in bikinis and shit like it's summer. Even if the pool is heated, you know, you're not going to be walking around in a bikini in December outside. Do they have heat lamps as well? I don't know why you're making <laughs> the big defense of Judd Apatow. I haven't seen it. Oh, don't see it. It's not very good. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to vamp for a second, maybe, since oh. I have to call this back up again? I had it already. Ratatouille bites. Oh, that sounds good. Brussels sprouts. Wait, what is a ratatouille bite? <laughs> it's, um, I've looked at the packaging. Um, it's like, imagine ratatouille, but like in a ball, breaded and fried. Yeah, breaded with, okay. Like breadcrumbs. And okay. then fried. And okay. you put them in the air fryer or what have you. But I think it's like, you know, tomatoes and zucchini and eggplant, which you don't like. I don't like eggplant. I wish I did. But that's one of the major ingredients of a ratatouille. Um, right. Truffle dip. Four cheese scalloped potatoes. Spicy uncured charcuterie selection. Gingerbread ice cream. Um, Truffle. Okay, so... I mentioned last week, or a couple weeks ago, how two of our most vocal friends and mothers, Steph and Jackson, are both from Alabama. Right. And Steph last week said, tell Jackson I said Roll Tide. Mm. Now, I'm almost nervous to read Jackson's response. Okay. Because Jackson says, tell Steph I said War Eagle, which means the rivals, <gasps> Alabama-Auburn rivals. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, no. Steph, don't go poisoning any trees, which is the real thing that happened. I don't know if you know about that. It's oh really sad that uh, the Auburn cap campus had these like hundred old oaks or something. And some Alabama fan went and like oh, no. killed these trees. That's how sports rivalry rivalries are very fun up until someone starts taking them too seriously. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, this is going on like 15 years ago, probably more than 15 years ago at this point. But like when that. San Francisco Giants fan got beaten into a coma in front of his own kids at Dodger Stadium. Do you remember that? Like 2007 or so? And it's like yeah. the Dodgers-Giants rivalry should be fun. I like a good rivalry. Don't go beating the shit out of people for wearing the wrong... Right. You know? Well, it's like um, Bayside versus Valley when they were stealing each other's mascots. It's just like that. Yeah. It's just like it's too that. too far. Um, we talked about misheard lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson sent uh, sent a good one. That was a, a friend of his. Um, he thought that the Toto song was not "I Bless the Rains Down in Africa," but I guess I was raised down in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was raised. Wait, I, no. I guess I raised. Yeah. I guess I was raised down in. There's like a whole other syllable that I can't yeah. fit, but yeah. Um. We asked people when they listen. Paige says she listens to the podcast on her breaks at work. Great. So maybe she has a job where she needs to be using her ears. Maybe she's an air traffic controller or something. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that might be all of the 
correspondence. Like I said, also, I had it already before. <clears throat> Go ahead. It could also, I mean, there's a lot of jobs that you, you know, like in retail or something, like you yeah. can't listen to podcasts. I, I think Paige is an air traffic controller. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Paige, tell us what you do. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, you don't have to. Paige, don't tell us what to do. Friends and mothers, call to action. What, what do you Paige, think Paige does? What does Paige do for work? Yeah. Um, but those are fun. So, yeah, friends and mothers, let us know where you listen to the pod. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't and you could make it up the, if you'd like to. Yeah. I didn't write down our calls to action this time, unfortunately. Um, we had a bunch of dumb ones. Yeah, but I said I was going uh, oh, to... Oh, marmalade jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Preserves. Yeah, I guess couple jelly. traditions. Couple traditions. What is our most embarrassing couple um, ritual? You and I? Yeah. I don't want to say. Okay. What I, mean, is, I don't know what it is. What is but, like the coolest one that you want to share? Um... I don't. I don't know. What, uh, I mean, I like the thing of us like taking turns picking restaurants, but that's not a lot of couples do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't we know. We also what's... take turns uh, picking records. Yes, that's true. That's there was a pandemic uh, development that we would like play cards and listen to records, and we would take turns picking what records we. And it to. used to be a pick three, like you. If I had a hard time like deciding what we want. Like for a takeout or whatever, I would ask you to pick three. Yeah, that's a classic. And then I chose from them, or I'd say mm, I don't like any of them. <laughs> um, all right. Well, where are we? Uh, so we did that. We played favorites. Catch. Now we get to go to my favorite segment to introduce, especially now that it's actually yeah. part of the lexicon of the of our world. Uh, this segment is called "How Were We Doing?" This is we look at when we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired. And it's not much this time, I'm sorry. Uh, season 4, episode 13 of Friends, which again was called The One with Rachel's Crush, aired on Thursday, January 29th, 1998. Um, and uh, uh, Bobby Brown was found guilty of driving under the influence in Fort Lauderdale. He spent five days in jail. Oof. Yeah. that's And that's like the... Um, yeah, that's a lot of these are like not fun. So I skip. There's one that's Alabama related, but it's not fun. So I'm not going to go there. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. Uh, Puff Daddy's Been Around the World. Uh, Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? Um, Usher, number three, Usher's Nice and Slow. Uh, number three, Savage, or number two, Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, I already forgot how it goes. but yeah, That's right. Um and in number one, Janet's Together Again. So, season four, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Three Days of Snow, aired on Monday, January 19th, 2009. You and I are having a lot of fun dating, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I had already put out what you shared. <laughs> you didn't need to bring it up again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we started, um, I feel like... We started out watching Deadwood, right? I mean, that was how I, like, got you over to my... On our third date, because that's... So our third date, we went to sushi at the place that I don't think is there anymore, by the public house on Vermont. Yeah. It was called, like... What was it called? It was, like, two words... The same word twice, like, Nori Nori or Noki Noki or something like that. Yeah. Nico Nico? Nico Nico, I think that might have been it. So we went to Nico Nico Sushi, and then we went to... Uh, the drawing room, which was kind of 
we had gone there after our second date too. That yeah. we spent a lot of time at the drawing room yeah. uh, early on, and we this is back when you used to smoke as well. And so we were outside smoking, and you mentioned you had like watched the Deadwood pilot and you wanted to watch the show, and I was like, "Oh, I have them all on DVD." Do you want to come over and watch the second episode tonight? Yeah. So and then, you were like, sure. Unequivocal sex invite. That, yeah. So then like watching Deadwood was like <laughs> yeah. a euphemism, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For slumber parties. Um, so uh, January 19th, 2009. Uh, I had something here that wasn't too sad. Melbourne. Melbourne. Speaking of uh, uh, Jennifer. Melbourne announced that it will host the 2009 Australian Open Tennis Tournament. I don't know if the, it, Jennifer is the Australian Open not <laughs> always in Melbourne, or is this website just like bullshit? And I'm just scraping for something that isn't about either the financial crisis or someone getting like blown up. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day: uh, number five, Taylor Swift's "Love Story," which we talked about last week, as the one with the Romeo and Juliet thing. Um, Number four, T.I.'s Live Your Life. Number three, Kanye West's Heartless. Number two, Beyonce, all the single ladies. All the single ladies. Uh, and number one, Lady Gaga's Just Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting into stuff that I know. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, all right, what's the final segment? Oh, it's called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on the shows, armed only with knowledge of, knowledge of the episode <laughs> titles. Um uh wait what ross sees rachel's crush a marco nuevo and tries to nip it in the bud new mark oh new mark, mark. i admit okay it should be as a as a as a marco nuevo yeah. and tries to nip it in the bud now he gloats that she like bl- blows the thing but that doesn't happen yeah you said <laughs> well she did say well he did go on the date i just wasn't there <laughs> yeah, that's right uh you were here's where you rung off the bat you said in a bottle episode this clue was not a bottle episode no. this this episode had a huge cast of extras yes. with a whole marching band yes. and a plane full of people yes. and all that stuff um you said the gang gets snowed in and tensions get shaken up until the cork is pert near ready to pop mm-hmm. that's exactly what i said yeah but that's not what happened uh, all right, you got a vamp again. Um, cold brew gingerbread oat latte. Yeah. Glazed maple donuts. A trio of almonds. Coins of the world. <laughs> Wait, what is a trio of almonds? Is it three different types of almonds, or is it literally just a little bag with three almonds in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. In a little satchel? Yeah. Uh, season four, episode 14 of Friends is called The One with Joey's Dirty Day. Okay. I'm going to say Joey falls behind on the laundry and goes about his day stinking like a sweat sock and it costs him a date 
I'm gonna try. I'm gonna say he tries to pull "How you doing?" on somebody, and they're like initially interested, but then again, he gets close, okay. and they're like, "Ooh!" And it's all because he didn't wash his clothes. Okay, that's what I think happened. Okay, all right. Season four, episode fourteen. Okay. Of how I met your mother is called. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna show you. It's called the Possimpable. Um, can I see it again? Well, I have to cover up the description and photo. The possimpable. The possimpable. Yeah, I don't know how you would ever guess this. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to use that. Um, so it's like <clears throat> something that's possible. Yeah. Or impossible. But also simple? Maybe, but I think you gotta... Steer away from that? Yeah, I think you gotta come up with a guess. <laughs> hmm. um, okay. Um, so we've had some good episodes. What is gonna happen? Yeah, we're on a good streak here. We're on a good streak. Um... Okay, maybe um, Barney and Robin are gonna um, get get towards some chemistry. Barney and Robin's chemistry gets all stirred up again. Any other specifics here about like how it happens or? Um. I guess, okay, we start the episode thinking that it's impossible. Oh, okay. And then something drastic changes. And the impossible is made possible. Okay, here's what I put. Okay. It's not that funny. Barney and Robin's Robin's chemistry gets all stirred up again, despite the odds initially being stocked against them. Right? Yeah. Okay. We did it. We did it. Yeah. It's uh, just about bedtime. So let's uh, Mm -hmm. wrap this up. Uh, You can find us... Well, um, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. You did a great job. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, But you can also... Find posts for every episode at battleshippretension.com. Uh, you can you can leave comments there if you want. You can also uh, email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me uh, at Davy Pretension, which does seem to be the the favored way of 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 of, of getting a hold of us or getting a hold of of me. Um, Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't, but if you want to slide into Davy's DMs, <laughs> you yeah. can do that. Yeah. Um, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, uh, give us five stars and write us a review. It helps people find us, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I was trying to real quick look and see if we had any new reviews, but I uh, fell behind here. Okay. Uh, you have no, lots, I don't think we do. Lots of calls to action, or if you just want to. Tell us something. We'll read it. Yeah. Sorry for not keeping track of the calls to action. I'm so bad. I'm like, 
I've been podcasting since 2007. You'd think I'd be better at it. No, no you're great at it. <laughs> um, but until next time, we'll see you at Beef, Beefsteak Chulies. <laughs> <laughs>